Hello and welcome back to the Multiversity Manga Club. I'm Alt, and as always, for our middle of the month sections, in addition to Emily, I am jo- We are joined by Zach. I kind of really did a long way around the introduction this <laughs> it's okay. time. We don't follow scripts here. We just go off the cuff. We just That's make right. it up. Yep. Hello, Zach. Hey, Walt. Hey, Emily. How are y'all doing? Hey. Good, good, good. Um, you know, yeah. I got my notes. Pretending that we uh, didn't just talk about Elden Ring for like 10 minutes before we got on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't played it, you should play it. And you have the ability and you like hard games. It's good. In some yeah. ways, it is the one piece of Dark Souls. <laughs> I, of of I mean, video uh, games, even. I, I I will not I will not explain further. The most One Piece Moving area. On. The most Souls like area of One Piece is Skypea. Skypea? I don't know. Wouldn't it be uh Punk Hazard? No. Punk Hazard's like King. No, um uh, it's uh, Thriller Bark. Oh shit, that's Bloodborne. Yeah. Thriller Bark well, is skeletons. Bloodborne. Wano sure. is Sekiro Sekiro. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, yeah, Elden Ring. I, I can't. There's not really. Are there, are there any Welshmen in One Piece? Welshmen? <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, maybe yeah. maybe yes. the next arc of One Piece will be the Elden Ring of One the Piece. Souls-like, there we go. The Souls-like <laughs> arc. <laughs> Luffy has to roll around his enemies to learn their attack. I mean, he's already sort of there with Gear Four. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Oh, I hate Gear Four. It's a pretty oh. ugly. I, uh, yeah, I know. Fan. I'm no fun about it. I, I might be it... the dissenting opinion on on Gear yeah, Four when we get I, to it. I, it's too much. Like, <laughs> it, it's so, like I don't know. Go so ahead. Zach, if I'm not mistaken, you also like Super Saiyan Four, right? I do like Super Saiyan Four. Yes. Yeah. I think that there's like a circle. Oh, like I there's much an overlap. prefer Super Saiyan Four. Oh, okay, there goes my theory. I was thinking like I don't like Super Saiyan. 4. I feel like they're very similar. An appearance. I feel like too much is going on in Gear Four. We can talk about it when we get when to we Gear get to it. Yeah, there um, I will. I I can see where Walt is going, and that there is like a just sim. Uh, there's a similar yeah. like over designed aesthetic going on. Yeah, in the yeah. eye thing. The and there's a big. Dip- well. Oh, see, I like the eye thing though. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that more than some of the other stuff. I just think it looks. It, it's like it, it's not over designed in a way I like. I guess is the sure, way I put it because I like some over designed stuff. Uh, so we're here to talk about the kind of middle chunk, second act, one might say, of Dress Rosa, uh, doing uh, chapters 731 through 767. Uh, as mentioned last time, this is we've started pretty much ex- started this one pretty much exactly where I jumped into it when I first started like keeping up with Shonen Jump series mm-hmm. after having only read up to Alabasta before. So of course I was very, you know, lost when I first read it, but (laughs) I can't imagine starting here. This is just like the worst place. I, Uh, I remember you, I remember you showing me the panels of Frankie and Senior Hank fighting. I think I remember (laughs) you showing you like, what is going on in one? This is before I'd read it. So I was like, wow, this is nutty. So, I want to start off by perhaps oh. putting our marriage to the test by saying I feel like there's a lot I, I like about this conceptually, but I think the execution is not good. Really? Okay. I think there's, and it's a problem that's been continuing with the series as <clears throat> from basically from uh Fishman Island on is I think there's just too much going on. Um, That's fair. I think it's there's some good stuff, but it's just it's too chaotic. There's too much. There's no and I think like the best parts of Dress Rosa are typically like you know the flashbacks, whether they're the longer ones or like Trafalgar Laws or some of the other ones, because when that happens, it just kind of cordons off one thing, and it gets focused for a little bit. And I think this this chunk in particular suffers the most from, even though yet I think we mentioned last time that Oda does these like diagrams to show he's he's trying, but just from a, it doesn't help from a narrative 
point That's of view. That's fair. Yeah. I'm, I can follow it generally. I mean, I'm not remembering exactly where everybody is and you don't right. really have no, to. No, you don't I have mean, to. It's sort of just like they're here. It works well enough for me. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me as much as it does you. I don't know. I sort of like the chaoticness, but you're not wrong that it is that. Right. You're not wrong that a lot is happening. And or perhaps too much. No, the exact right <laughs> amount of things are happening. Uh, you mean just like fights and like people being here and there? Yeah, basically. even with half the crew gone. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing that's wild <clears throat> is that you know that half the crew is bowed out and yet this is still. See, I feel like because, and I I, I will not I will concede that it does happen in Dressrosa just on a, sl- a smaller scale, but like in Wano, I think it gets yes, worse I, because I it's agree, longer. it's worse. It just, it's worse in Wano. Yeah, yeah, um, it's. I not, don't remember having as much of an issue with it in Whole Cake Island. Well, because he fought that one guy for fucking ever. That's true. <laughs> we'll get to that eventually. God. But I don't know. You uh, hate it. You want to stop reading. This is the end. I've, I've, <laughs> I've given up on One Piece. I think it is awful now. No, no. That's not the case. It's just it's just sort of because Oda has so many good ideas and he just wants to do everything at once. It's maybe... I get it. You're not wrong. I'm not saying like, no, it's not too much. It's like, it is a lot. And right. I just, because I was taking notes and stuff, I was able to keep up with it. But I was like, you shouldn't have to keep, take notes to keep up with a children's shonen series. <clears throat> right. But, I, think I'm, I think I'm maybe in between you you all on this point. Um, that's the joke on the other show you're on. It, I know, I know. still... <laughs> Usually in the case where you have a three-person show, you have a, a, a spectrum where two people are on the other side and one person falls somewhere in between. That's I suppose you're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I think, um, I still think that this section of Dressrosa is really good and fun and the best that One Piece has been since, the, the best of One Piece since the time skip. And really kind of, a, I, I, I think that Dressrosa was like a return to form for One Piece. Yeah, it's more and traditionally like Alabasta. It yeah. is. Uh, yeah, you're Yeah, it is. And, and it's, I, I do think that like the argument could be made that the busyness does hurt it. Um, and the strength of some of those earlier One Piece arcs was in there, even though they would have you know, divergence, mm-hmm. uh, the di- divergent plot threads, you know, A, A and B plots, sometimes C, um, you know, et cetera. And, and Dressrosa is really kind of the beginning of the excess that I think we have really seen come to like fruition in Wano. Sure. Um, but I do think that the way it's all layered and the, the, the way that Oda maneuvers everything is handled really well and it has a a complexity to it that feels a little bit uh, epic yeah it has like it has an epicness that even like a lot of shonen manga doesn't always necessarily it has a scope that a lot Uh of shonen manga doesn't have you know because they are primarily like very focused on the protagonist and whatever they are doing or like a specific flashback story. Yeah, I, Whereas this is like very broad in scope. And I, I yeah. think it feels yeah. really cool I, because of that. I think what you guys are getting at is that like, it's a double-edged sword. Like on the one hand, I like how, I think the chaoticness, all the moving pieces makes it like sort of pretty, um, it's like dramatic and compelling in ways that if you just had the one story, it might not be. Um, but at the same time, that's not going to hit, for everybody like the same way and if you don't follow or like all the moving parts it's gonna feel <clears throat> ponderous um, well, well and that's the thing that like i, I think it's more it, you know as i say you're not following rather than not liking the moving parts because i like the moving parts okay, okay. i, I like pretty much like, everything that is there it's just kind of you feel like it's like too mashed yeah okay it's not slopped that's... together. Okay. And, and I think <clears throat> I think part of that is the nature of the publishing model that yeah. he just kind of has to go. Yeah. But that also kind of hurts. Um, it also, at the same time, it isn't like suited for that because, again, major caveat of I had not <laughs> read anything. 
But even now that I'm caught up and I, I, I think that as kind of difficult on the, it still was on the reread to follow. Um, I think that just this kind of storytelling, like when it's week by week, that's even more just, I, oh, I think yeah, that's I, I agree really that. demanding a lot. Yeah, of, yeah. Um, to remember exactly, because I'm having trouble with Wano with that, where I'm like, what? And like, yeah. I remember the big, but now I'm like, I'm, I am following Dressers pretty well. I mean, I agree that <clears throat> the, the, there's a lot of little things that are maybe not integrated as well, but uh, I get the gist of it. Um, not just the gist, I mean, I'm following it, but right. you know, it. I, I, I know what you mean. Point well made. Um, not 100% agreed on the intensity of how much I it affects my enjoyment of it. Sure. I suppose. But I'm not saying it's not there. I'm not disagreeing with you on principle. So, um, but I, I just wanted to get that out of the way because otherwise, as I said, the moving parts themselves, yeah. I do like. Um, but I do think it's just a little Too sloppy. Much. Okay. Yeah. But let's talk about the moving parts. Well, there's this one has a couple pretty big, just dramatic sets happening. Like, there's Frankie goes to fight. I, I wanted to mention this first because, like, I was so excited to talk about this. Well, I'm almost thinking we should maybe save talking about Frankie. And Mr. <laughs> we have we have you know some I, of the fight between Frankie and Senor Pink. I won't say the whole thing, then. Yeah. Mr. Pink, but that is Reservoir well. Dogs. Um, uh, but the climax of that's in our last third and it's so good and what so I, yeah but it is there's some of that in there and it's very good what i do want to say though is that senior pink is 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 introduced by he like there's women screaming all around him he's dressed like a baby by the way with yeah. a shirt that says like baby and he has a pacifier and everything and, and a bonnet. bonnet and he's introduced by he like some woman like comes up beside him and he like he's eating a raw tomato just <laughs> eating it and he reaches out, grabs this woman's like top, pulls it out like a bikini top, pulls it off, and uses it to wipe his mouth, <laughs> and throws it away. It's 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 very funny, but yeah, I think me, that's right. I think I think that's a good idea that um, we wait till it, it's concluded to really talk about the whole thing because the whole thing is just sort of a, a parody of like masculine sort right. of macho shit. Right. <laughs> so that's happening, and it's good. Yes. Because Frankie went off alone to, like, destroy the factory. Yes. Um, everyone's doing different things in this one. I think, um, uh, so we, it's pretty, pretty close to the beginning of what we read is a flashback of Kairos. You liked that one? Yeah. I, I like that. And I think that, so. That one so pulls together knew, the royal family. You don't know who Viola is until right. that point. We, we, last time we knew that soldier was, mm-hmm. uh, um, Rebecca's father. Rebecca's, thank you. Rebecca's father. Um, we knew that. And it probably wouldn't take too much, like, you know, of a <laughs> significant leap. Like, I, I think most people could figure out because there's like the whole thing about, oh, no one knows what, who this Kairos is. And, you know, you the, can figure out it's the and, and then the thing about like, oh, you know, the toys get forgotten. You know, it's like, uh-huh. oh, Okay, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, plenty of people would realize it, but I think that mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, kind of revealed well. I think his little backstory is kind of interesting. I'm I'm always a sucker for the archetype of like you know the guy who's like kind of given up violence. Yeah, and and um, it, this is sort of where I think the Rebecca story succeeds and doesn't succeed. And I guess we can talk about that also when it concludes. But like. You know, like, he's upset that Rebecca has to fight. Right. And, you know, because he doesn't want her. It's not because, it's not necessarily because he thinks she's weak, but it's because, like, he knows violence is bad and everything. Right. And, but at the same time, I mean, Rebecca kind of does eat shit a lot. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, she, she doesn't, it feels more like an extension of, of Kiros' story than it feels like Rebecca had right. a real sort of, like, story arc, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, that's it's that's not the fair. worst thing ever, but it's maybe not like the powerful moving thing for her that that would have wanted it to be. Uh, 
But yeah, it is also pretty cool that Kiros like cuts his own leg off to get out of the. Uh, that is thing. really badass. <laughs> That's why he hops around on one leg. Uh, it's like James Franco in 127 Hours. Is that what it was called? I think it was his arm that he cut off. Yeah, it's the same principle. Yeah. And o- that is the only way that he is like James Franco, <laughs> as far as we know. There's there's a lot of um, uh, there's just a lot of dramatic stuff in this. Like this is where we first get God Usopp. Yes, oh, God um, Usopp. It's so funny. It so there's a lot of good Usopp in yeah, this. Yeah, I don't want to do this one bit by bit by bit because there's so much. And like you said, the moving parts thing makes it tedious to recount. Right. Uh, sort of scene by scene but if you've read it you know um usap sugar sugar uh is one of the don quixote officers who is like the most important to this whole scheme because she's the one turning people into toys right and so and, and so at first at first we're getting kind of pretty classic usap you know uh, mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about this last time where he's you know talking telling the uh uh tontadas um that you know, oh, you know, like I'm, I'm like basically the leader, and you know, I'm like a great warrior, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're eating it up. Um, and so yeah, they, they <laughs> the sugar is like constantly like snacking on grapes, grapes, yeah, good taste, good taste in fruit, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so I guess like the scheme is like they'll they've like loaded up a fake grape with capsaicin. They gave it like to Tabasco sauce or Tabasco something. Sauce, it was like yeah. a hot sauce that she was gonna freak out and pass out or something. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh, the 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 plan goes south, and it's at first bad. Usopp again. This is very classic Usopp. He like runs away. And he's like, you know, sorry guys, you know, I'm not the fighter. I gotta get away. Yeah. But as they're like kind of crying out in pain, he like comes back and like <laughs> I'm here to help and, and and does it in the funniest way. <laughs> you because know, at first he's like. He gets the shit beat out of him. Gets the shit beat out of him. By treble. Yeah. Sugar. Then he... (laughs) There's just... He's, like, fainted over some... I don't know. He's, like, on the ground. And, like, he just, like, makes this horrid horrid face. His eyes pop out of his head and Sugar sees it. It it looks like kind of... uh, It looks like a Dolly painting or something. Well, it reminds me of, like, uh, like 90s alt comics and cartoons, kind Mm. of. Yes. Um, Yeah. Kind of gross out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, very yeah, gross. His, his out. like eyes and tongue are like yeah coming out of are, his head and it's, it's, it's a little disturbing. I mean, yeah. Oda doesn't really go into horror, and this isn't really horror, but no. it has a little bit of a sort of weird, disturbing element to it. Yes, absolutely. Um, and so Sugar like sees it and passes out. Right. And so I guess like this had to have been built into it because it's like, well, how like you know they can't kill Sugar because she's like looks like she's <laughs> right. ten. Um, but so like, of course, when she passes out, all the toys come back to being human. Everyone remembers them. Everyone realizes the Don Quixote's, um, well, no, they start, they realize this over the course of the the yeah. day, the one day this all happens in. <laughs> um, very, very busy day. Uh, that Don Quixote did a, um, false flag on Dress Rosa and he's a piece of shit and everything. Um, and this is around the time where definitely goes like, okay, like the jig is up basically. And mm. I, I'm just gonna, uh, he's like, look, be evil. he's like, guys, look, you know, I could have just ruled with an iron fist from the start. Anyway, you know, we're going to, we're basically going to play death game inside dress Rosa. Um, and he puts bounties. He puts like his own special bounties on all the straw hat members heads. And he like law and some of the other people there. Stop. Stop was there. He, he's alive and back. Oh, yeah. We can talk about that. Sabo, Sabo fights in the, tournament tournament as posing as lucy lucy right to get the flame flame fruit he does it gets aces fruit big whoop yeah um, emily's uh, not a sabo fan if fans if listeners uh, i don't know he just i i don't not i don't know i don't feel like he was incorporated well into that whole thing nah, the backstory really. but uh so all these bounties are definitely just putting up these bounties and uh, Rusop realizes he's been left off at the end, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. baby, you yeah, forgot yeah, about me." <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's like because like everybody, all these bounties, they're given like a certain number of stars, and you know, each star represents like you know, I think it's a million berries for the bounty or something like that. And so it's like you know, okay, a hundred like million for a hundred, a hundred million. Um, and so it's like uh, your leaders, like you know, Law, Luffy. 
the king. Kairos, uh, King Rick Ky- is maybe worth like one or two. Kairos is worth two. Uh, Sabo's yeah. maybe worth two or three. I know yeah. Luffy and Law are worth three. Yeah, Luffy and Law are worth three. I think one other person was Zoro three. Zoro might be worth three. Oh, yeah, probably. Sure. I can't um, yeah, so shows uh, uh, all the everybody, and then, yeah, as you're saying. Four like, stars, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, nobody's four stars. Well, no, the, there's five. Right. Usopp is five stars. Well, yes, but I'm saying nobody's four ah, stars. Okay, I, I'm okay. pretty sure. Sh- there, there's pretty a sure. wide gulf between God yeah. and, if we're wrong and about the number, else. If we're wrong about the number of stars, I don't care. Um, no, I think you're, you're right. <laughs> okay. You're right, because right, that's part of the joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, so, yeah, finally, the fling is like, there's one person that's like. Earned my wrath. Yeah, because <laughs> he like caused this whole thing to like unravel. And yeah, shows, quote unquote, God Usopp. Because that's what the Tuntadas were called. Well, because um, or, when the giant lifted him up and he was all beat up, yeah, was um, like, he, he was sorry. like, it, the sun came through because the Coliseum was collapsing and he was saying like, put me down. But the way it was coming out made it sound like he was saying, God, I will guide you yeah. to the light or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, that and, was probably an interesting translating job too. Yeah. Um, Stephen Paul did a good good one on that yeah. one. I think, he, I think he was translating. At that yeah. point, I yeah. believe so. Um, um but and yeah so he's got the largest bounty of all yeah and everyone Usopp. looks at him and he Usopp does one of the funny one of the also one of the funnier faces he was like I, I mean i can't do this in sound but yeah Usopp face yeah at that no see this at this point so i had been reading it for a little bit at this point and for like a few weeks i think this was even though i was lost and had no idea what was going on i was like i gotta because you me liked and, this yeah part. me and a multiversity uh i don't know if he well he still does robots from tomorrow i think uh mike romeo he was the one who like sold me on shonen jump in the first place and we were just like sending back and forth like you know oh man look at this like face and like you know he he also like you know i hadn't really like caught up in one piece he's just kind of like funny. looking at it uh, so we were we were just sending Oda faces back and forth for a few months. Oda, one of Oda's strengths, I think, is when he means for a scene to be funny, it's usually very yes, funny. Yes, Not just one-off little jokes. Sometimes those are not great. But if something's meant to be funny, it's usually quite, quite good. Especially something visual. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's still so good at it, even. Like, I think about... There was that gag. I guess it's close. It's almost like a year ago now, but in in Wano, where like Luffy, Law, and Kid are like playing chicken with the the blast, and they all like oh. there's that panel where they all like scrunch their faces in as far as they oh, can. Yeah. yeah, I that okay. <laughs> that was yeah. Good. I remember, man. Kid and Law are so cool. Um, well, they're cool now. Uh, Law's kind of a loser in Dressrosa, but. Because <laughs> he was probably supposed to die. Should have died. He should have died in Dressrosa, God. But then um, he was the number two in the popularity. And all the girls. Uh, he was my adult. personal favorite, even though I wasn't <laughs> reading it yet. No, it was like, we can't kill him. Oda's wife said, please don't kill Law. I don't know if that's real. I heard that rumor. I'm deciding that rumor is, is true. Um, yeah, there's like a law you can sit on in the one piece tower in Tokyo. I know that there used to be one. You could sit on its lap and well, your imagination is the limit folks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so we're going to go to the one piece tower and we go to, Oh man. The saddest thing is that I, I, when I, I, was at Tokyo Tower. They had the One Piece exhibit, but I didn't get to go through it because it was like closed for the evening. And I also like wasn't really into One Piece yet, so I did would, no. wouldn't have even appreciated it. So it was totally oh, wasted on me. Yeah, um, it's uh, man. But one day, one day though. One day, multi special multiversity manga club trip to to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we'll, so, we'll embezzle the uh, DC3 cast's Patreon money and uh, use it for an all-expenses-paid trip. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll get $20 off the flight. <laughs> um, so another cool thing that happens is that like Dressrosa's topography completely changes in these chapters. Um, because one of Doflamingo's officers, Pika, Pika is Pikachu, is um, this stone stone guy stone, stone stoned fruit. no he's not stoned um 
It would be cool if he was, though. It would be cool. <laughs> um, uh, who, he, he can, like, he can manipulate the stone around him, and so I guess, like, he, he changes the topography so that, like, the palace goes up really tall and is, like, hard to reach. And, like, some of the, like, hills are on their side, so, like, a lot of the buildings are set just sideways, poking up out of the ground. It's kind of cool. Kind Mika of himself. Escher-like. Yeah, and so, like, all the gladiators, like, escape, and they're all sort of climbing the, the um, plateau, and that's right. sort of where... Because the point of the <clears throat> killing game, they don't call it that, but... Doflamingo is, is Monokuma in this. Yeah, he's basically Monokuma. He laughs a lot. He laughs? He's... Um, mm, um, that's the that's only, about it. Yeah, he's not um, particularly funny. Um, but it basically, yeah, so he sets the bounty, and basically the thing is, like, if you can, like, catch these people, because he, like, uses his strings to make a giant birdcage over Dressrosa. God, that thing is OP. Um, where just no one can get in or out. Because, you know, strings. the hardest metal known to man is strings. Um, even um, Fujitora's comets get, like, broken up by it. I guess it's just... It's even stronger than Dragon Force. That, that's a uh, throwback <laughs> meme. Oh, um, that's old. That's old. Dang. Stronger, the hardest metal known to man. Oh, shit. Um, so, and it's like, you know, if, if you're able to get these folks, then I'll release everyone, which is, of course, classic. Domingo never tells the truth. Yeah. Who would believe it? Well, mm-hmm. lots of people do. Right. The Tontadas are also like um, famously like naive and believe anything you say until yeah. they're like. I do like there's one point in this one there, like I guess they sent. I got kind of lost on this that they like sent bees to send messages. Or so like yeah, they just sent um, because they all met up on the plateau and then some of them went off to do some other stuff and. Because there's a few, there's a few who are working to make the smile fruit, and they're being told slave that, labor. Yeah, slave labor. They're, they're like, being told this, something the, about like the princess. The princess is sick, it. and uh, she's she's like needs that to she needs the fruit to live, and really she's just being held in the palace because I think she has healing powers. I'm I think yeah, you don't, you don't know yet. I I, I was um, surprised on this reread that she does like we get like a kind later. we get like a glimpse of her at, yeah. in this section, but she really doesn't factor in. There's like a little bit of talking about her, but she's kind of important in the end. Yeah, because she uh, helps heal like everybody. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, but, but yeah, there's a funny thing where like you know they, they keep like saying like even when they're starting to fight back, they're like lying. The door them. says the door says don't enter. Yeah. Good. And, and and then their their solution because they're like so naive. It's like well, it's like we gotta like plug our ears. Yeah. So get, and that's that that's funny. kind of fun. Yeah. So just can't even can't even hear it. We're too gullible. The tone titles are my favorite things ever introduced in One Piece. I love them so much. Yeah, Perfect. <laughs> I just uh, I, okay. like, I okay. like the tone titles themselves. I like Leo. I don't um, like all the pwees and stuff. You get used to it after a while. You get used to anything. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's see. So they're climbing up. Um, uh, this is where we find out Cavendish. Earlier we found out Cavendish has a a, uh, oh yeah, the, the sleepwalking like... personality where he, when he falls asleep, he becomes this like evil demon sort of sword fighter knight. I don't know. He kind of becomes like a bloodborne uh, um, enemy. Just really fast slashes everybody up. This right. will be important later. Um, uh, no, here's the Elden Ring parallel. He's like the the guys who like appear in the shacks and all that at night. I don't, I don't. They only come out at night. I don't know what that is. Well, I, I, yeah, no. The, there was the one at the uh, the turtle that you fought a few oh, times. Oh, the bell bearings. Uh, yeah, nice. bell bearing hunters. That's it. Well, Hakiba. Lo- they is... only show up at night. They're very good swordsmen. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I've seen them yet. You will, and you will be. You will despair like I do because I can't beat them yet. <laughs> um. Yeah. So everybody's like. I hate the flamingo the most. No, I hate yeah, him the that's most. A, that's a fun little and, gag. And um, Law's like, my grudge goes back the longest. And everybody's just saying, like, oh, I'm going to do it. Like, you know. Um, I am, I, I am, I'm slightly confused about what Fujitora's aim is here. Like, so. Yes. Fuji, okay, I looked this up and it does make sense, but it doesn't really. I mean, it like, ethically, it makes no sense um, that Fujitora is like looking at what the flamingo is doing, knows that the flamingo pulled a fake coup, I think. Right. Um, and is just like, well, I'm just going to stand here and <laughs> let you do your thing because um, uh, I, I, if I interfere, like more civilians might get killed. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. But what what does make sense, though, is that like he basically wants to, uh, he wants to show the world that the like, 
And the I mean, I guess seven he's, warlords. He's like, I want to get rid of the seven warlords, and the only way to do that is to have someone who's not part of the navy like defeat the flamingo. Which, like, okay, I guess that makes some kind of sense because he didn't want to arrest him and make it look like the navy had done it. And it's like, kind of makes me. I'm just like, well, you know, ethically, you should arrest him, dude. Like. <laughs> He's um, killed many who are good. Um, so, yeah. Fujitora is still here doing his thing. Fights Sabu a little bit. He does more important things later. Uh, and... Is this around the time? I think we already kind of sort of knew, but is this around the time that we like find out that Sabo is part of the Revolutionary Army. Yeah, uh, yeah. You find out he's like the number two under Dragon, and Koala is also here. She was in the Fisherman Island yeah. arc, so I like Koala because she she's not somebody who I was like expected to care about from the past. And also, her name's Koala. That's Koala's a cool. cute name. Yeah, and so they're both um, there for because the Dress Rosa. A lot of black market stuffs run out of Dress Rosa, right? Um, so they're there for that. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's like some of the Don Quixote officers are on the plateau or whatever, and they're fighting people and doing Don Quixote stuff, Don Quixote stuff. Yeah. Luffy and Law make it to the top on, they find Moosey again. They find the moose, uh, not the moose, God, the bull. Yeah. It's Um, Moosey, not Moosey. It's a cute, it's a cute bull. It's like, it sees Luffy in it. Remembers. It's really happy, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, the, when they get to the top, that's, like, when Kiro's... It's around the time when Kiro's comes back, and also, um, also Kinemon's going around in a Doflamingo yes, outfit. Yes, his, his Doflamingo <laughs> costume's very it's, good. It's a perfect It's a perfect outfit, but right. he doesn't look anything like him. So, right. like, from afar, one of the guys is like, young, oh, master, young master, what are you doing here? And he's like, my name's not young master. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, that's what they call him here. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that is very it's good. It's funny. Yeah, it, it's a perfect disguise, but but he can't, I mean, he'd have to, like, like. well, luckily every man in One Piece is, like, ripped, unless you're supposed <laughs> to be ugly or something. Um, so. And this, speaking of Kinemon, this also introduces. Oh, my favorite. Conjuro is the best. Conjuro. By, by far. Conjuro, um, because I, he was. <laughs> Kanjuro was the reason why Kinemon wanted to go here, right? Yeah. So to, he's Kanjuro, trying to reunite the former uh, samurai of Wano. Yeah. Um, Kanjuro was like, I forget why he was captured. Um, I'd have to look it up, but like he, Kanjuro is the one that has the drawing ability where he, everything he draws comes to life, but he's a terrible artist. Very, very <laughs> it's, good. It's really good. Very yeah. good. So he like draws these ladders to get out and everyone's like, these ladders are falling <laughs> apart. They're so shoddy. And, and he like makes like a, a bird that can barely fly. <laughs> Also, just like furthering the uh, seeds for plot threads that will not come to fruition yep. until <laughs> yeah. several Conjuro's, hundred chapters later. Conjuro, I know. Conjuro is fairly important. To yeah. Plot. Uh, um, extremely important. Uh, pretty, pretty crucial to watch. Yeah. So it, it, it is like impressive. Like, I, I just like minutiae and stuff. And I think that's why <laughs> what doesn't bother me as much. Like, and I just. If I, I just like it more. I don't know. Sure. Um, but like, I don't mind the minutiae because it's fun to be like, oh, and they're important later. It's like, it's like in Wheel of Time where like someone's mentioned in a passing line and it's like, oh, they're going to be important five books from now. It's kind of fun. Um, just because there's so it. much. Um, do uh, Luffy and Law make it to the top and they fight a little bit against Delphamigo and Yeah, tri- they, they do a cool, cool trick with Law's it, power. Uh, Law's chamber, chambers, yeah. Um, he... Switches himself with the Do- chair. No, he switches himself so, and Doflamingo. Doflamingo. Because he's sitting he in, the in the chair, chair later. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Um, and Doflamingo's like, oh, fuck. And he, <laughs> he gets punched. Uh, yeah. Um, but he, like, kicks them out later. And that this is before Birdcage. But um, right. this is when he's <laughs> like, it is, yeah. It's before Birdcage. Because, like, everyone gets ejected from the palace and then... And then they have okay. to, like, go back up again. It's complicated. Like, that's the part where I do get a little bit messed up with, like, how people got where. But at any rate, uh, Law's also, like, has handcuffs on. Because uh, <laughs> uh, Doflamingo, I guess, had him up there questioning him with Fujitora. Um, I, I will refrain from jokes about this. Um, Moving on. But anyway, uh, 
yeah, so Law has to get the C prism stone cuffs off. That's a whole thing. It doesn't take too long when you're just yeah, reading just it. typical um, typical One Piece like you know different people like kind of yeah Scooby doing around you know yeah going in and out of various stores until they find each other yeah and uh, that uh, is something that I feel Oda does fairly frequently like someone has yeah. something that they need to get to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Was that the same like thing? That. Like happened in like specifically, um, uh, not Water Seven, but in his lobby with the the keys mm-hmm. for yeah, the, the keys. Oh yeah, Frankie. They had the keys. Um, and right. isn't it in uh, Thriller Bark as well? Um, to some extent. Well, anyway. Some yeah, there's there's stuff like that, and, and it's usually pretty small, but it, yeah. it sort of serves as like a plot um, trick to right. sort of get people places. Um, yeah, uh, the uh, once uh, Doflamingo and Law start fighting, we get we kind of transition to the sort of joint Law and Doflamingo um, flashback. Yeah, it's kind of it. There are little Doflamingo Dofi Dofi. Uh, flashbacks within Law's flashback, basically. Yeah, there's not too much of Doflamingo, and and Oda did this interesting choice, did an interesting choice here, where he flashbacked to someone's childhood, but made them completely unsympathetic. <laughs> um, like, like, so I will say, maybe not comp- entirely. Okay, he was. I don't think you were supposed you're to. You're not supposed, no, you're not supposed no. to be like, you know, oh, feel boy. bad for him. To, no. But like, yeah, basically just like, and, and eventually someone just outright says, yep, he was always it's, evil. It's a little silly, <laughs> it's a little silly, but like it, it, I mean, sure. Like it's whatever. It's a kid's manga. It's like, I guess like, you know, he's like Joffrey. He's Joffrey and right. Tommen. Uh, Tommen is Rosimante. Yeah. Is, uh, yeah. It's exactly like Joffrey and Tommen. Um, Rosinante is, uh Don brother. Right. In case you didn't know, Rocinante is the name of Don Quixote's horse in the story. The only other direct Cervantes reference. You would think it would be Sancho. <laughs> rather than the horse. Rocinante is a prettier name than Sancho, though. True. I guess. Uh <laughs> which, yeah, why would it be? <laughs> I like how they're like, we're gonna call our kid Doflamingo and Rocinante. <laughs> um Interesting, interesting parents, but what what is Rosinante like? It mean it comes from the name Rosine, which is like a nag, okay, like a horse, like a right, right, right. like a crappy horse, right? Um, because Don Quixote rides a shitty horse. Right. Um, yeah, so it's I mean, a steel horse. <laughs> That's a cowboy, not a knight. That's how it doesn't uh, quite work. There's not a horse in the Don Quixote family. There is a guy that looks like a windmill, but that's the only other thing. Yeah. Um, we will not speak of Buffalo. The Buffalo was cute as a He's in the flashback, yeah. Um, there's a lot of funny stuff in the flashback, just in the background. Yes. I know you sort of sped through it, but like it's 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 a fun flashback. Like it, it's it's not most of it isn't really that sad. It's kind of just like silly and fun. Like um, so so kind of reconstruct. It kind of jumps. <laughs> Back and forth as like, you know, but kind of chronologically. The events are roughly that well, Doflamingo was Okay, a, the uh, Doflamingo uh, Celestial was Dragon child family. of Celestial Dragons. His dad, who was very good, his name is Homing. Cool name. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, we, we'll just we're, we'll we're live, humans too. We want to live in shit. We want to live <laughs> in poverty. He didn't say that. They had a nice house, but he yeah. said, I don't want to live in Mary Joa. And I mean, I guess it's not the most unrealistic thing in the world. There's probably, right. it, at least it's not like every celestial dragon that's born is like this evil right. idiot. Um, so they go and live there and even Lucille the little Doflamingo going, father, where are the slaves? <laughs> that <laughs> happens like three times, <laughs> I think. Yeah. In case you, Doflamingo really wants to know it happened. It, it, ha- it definitely happens at least twice, yeah, it does. maybe it's a, three it's, times. It's, it's, it's referenced, um, it, it's sort of just like a voice flashback at yeah. first. And then I was like, Doflamingo really wants those slaves. Um, <laughs> so. But basically the thing is that like, as him... When he's a kid, he kind of goes around in the streets 
And after after his family have like left the celestial dragons, Triple and Diamante find him. But this is also implied that they sort of corrupted him more. But he was born evil, as we know. Yeah, so, they just made him more evil. Yeah. Um, but he he's like saying, you know, like watch out for your betters or something. And so the implication is that you know people like realize didn't know that they were that his That's family was former pissed. celestial yeah. dragons. Um, except for Though, the flamingo kind of lets it on, and therefore <laughs> then like his family gets like attacked and. They get, like, fucking crucified. <laughs> <laughs> they get shot at by arrows. Though there's an interesting scene that implies he gets, has, like, PTSD dreams of this. Yes. Uh, he, like, wakes up and, like, d- downs, like, a bottle of wine, like a G, and then just, yeah. like, walks over and, like, he's sweating and stuff. Like, I don't think you're supposed to feel bad for him, but you're supposed to be like, okay, he has some trauma or whatever. Right. Good for you. Um. So, So yeah. that, that happens and he becomes, <laughs> that happens. he becomes the Don Quixote. Family had, I will become um, the, the Don Quixote. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the, the guy we all know and love. Um, Meanwhile, we have a Law. young Trafalgar Law. and He has a very edgy and weird backstory. It's very weird. Um, so, like... <laughs> There was a town that was known for its like white. It's like white. Everyone in the town got white lead. We just fucking love this white lead. Well, it was being mined and the, yeah. the government. It's a fake mineral or whatever, and the government like didn't care that people were getting sick. And like law is is projected and, to live till he's like what, like sixteen or something. Right. And it it has like a like a, a kind of carry on. So it was discovered like a hundred years ago or something, and they like made like you know luxury so goods out of it. it and i don't know how but um, yeah. if it had not been called white lead i think that is <laughs> it's hard to kind of i'm like damn i can't believe you know too much white lead <laughs> it made, it made nuts. Um, so <laughs> that's why he comes to the, okay so. so but so it has like a like debil- uh, an effect where like it takes a while to show up, in the but that but that multiplies. So, like you know, the children of people who have already been poisoned with it, it's going to set in longer. So basically, everybody in the city kind of only starts showing the effects around the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, at first, this I think is actually kind of clever, if nuts, uh, storytelling. It's all nuts. It's all nuts. But I think, like, I think it was kind of an interesting idea that. Because it all kind of like doesn't show up until later, people think it's like an epidemic type. Yeah, thing. and so then the world it's, but government it's a toxin, never... not a virus. And the flamingo's like, stop spreading lies. Like he, he's like trying to tell everybody. Like he's, I don't know. They 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 paint him in interesting ways. He likes to read. He's like shown reading his book and like um, drinking his wine on his little barrel. Right. Um. So. So based and doing research. So pretty much everybody in the. To, city including you know law's family gets well they it. got killed or died of the disease they either died of it or you know the and yeah it's just law got... was like i want to kill everyone now yeah, or something like and, an edgy little yeah four-year-old and he goes to del flamingo family because del flamingo later says like i want to destroy the world that the celestial dragons uh yes. like which i think is a cool it's he's like i don't i want to destroy their world basically he's right. just chaotic evil ones. um and definitely was like yeah sure you can join our crew <laughs> We take in five-year-olds. Right. So they it's, have many kids in their crew. So it's in this that we meet Del Flamingo's brother. And I think there had been like a passing reference or so. Yeah. To it before. Uh, Law uh, mentions to Luffy that like Del Flamingo's brother was like someone he loved and respected. Right. Um, uh, so, and who Corazonus is like title? Corazonus is title, yeah. Title. So this implies that everyone who has a title, that's not their name. Right. So, um, his whole thing is like he has he has two gimmicks, which are like unre- <laughs> one, <is his laughs> one he never speaks; he's completely yeah. silent. Uh-huh, he's mute, yeah. But the other thing is he's like a klutz and is he like sets himself on fire. Which there's one pretty funny. There's uh, there's a couple I funny. That. I like but, he, but he's like slipping and like you know very Falling. you know. I'm I'm surprised that it's an it's, act though. I think some of it. Some of it. Some of it's an act. Um, I'm surprised that like he doesn't like isn't shown like slipping on a banana peel at some point. Oda might have thought that was too pat. But <laughs> like, um so uh ooh, yeah, I don't I, I, I don't want to keep Zach too long, but in the next five minutes we can we can uh oh, yeah, we're, but yeah, we're fine, we're fine. We're we're good? Okay. Um so yeah, um 
Corzone like tries to keep kids from going it's like trying to keep kids out of the gang he like he right. like harasses them and like tries to get them to leave but right Maul, they, like, at first it's he, like you know he doesn't like kids yeah but he also make us like yeah he's you know it's not very social so eventually it's like at some point law is talking with the other two who are right. at this baby point five and buffalo, baby five and buffalo is kids little kids yeah. um and he mentions his name is uh, Trafalgar D. D. Waterlaw. Waterloo. Um, uh, yeah, and, and Corson's like, what? And there's some pretty funny, like, out of context things that are said here. Like, he's like, you can't let Dophie know you were a D, that you have the D. <laughs> and, and so, yeah, so this, this whole time he was, you know, faking. You know, Corazon is me every time I hear anyone has, has the D in their name. He, he, gra- he gasps and grabs Law by the head and, like, takes him down this alley. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I, I remember. I remember us talking about this. Act. It was like, it was like, oh, this is so epic. Yeah. Um, uh, so like, basically, Corazon. It's a little vague, but Corazon implies that um, people with the middle name D will like change change the world and and uh, stand against the celestial dragon. So right. Domingo doesn't like that. Uh, and so he's like, we have to get you away from him. And also, it would be cool if we could cure your disease. Right. And because Corazon's mo- actually really nice. There's a montage of uh, him beating up doctors who refuse to try and help because also, they still believe that it's a virus. Corazon also has devil fruit power. Oh yeah, um, makes things which is silent. silent. He makes things silent. Yeah, uh, which actually he's they show it to be pretty useful a couple times, but um, they do eventually find because they're looking for the op op fruit, which Doflamingo is also looking for. So he was going to feed it to Corazon and have Corazon sacrifice his life to give right, him eternal so, life or something like that. Yeah, the Alpop fruit, for those <clears> who do <throat> not remember, is what Law has. Law has it, but not at this point. At, not at this point. Um, uh, and that, yeah, Doflamingo is looking for it because the user of the, the the owner of the Alpop fruit can give their life in order give to give else somebody else immortality. Probably hasn't happened. Maybe it has happened once. Yeah. It's a, Possibly. How else would you know? It is possible, yeah. Yeah. Who? Where do the stories come from, mate? <laughs> it it doesn't bode well for law. For law, one oh, day. True. In the long run, law might. This is law's um death flag. Ooh, that's a good point. For Luffy, not Luffy. I would hope uh, maybe Luffy. Um, and then Luffy will get in his time machine and do everything again and become Gold Roger and. Uh, uh, and, yes. and all and all the uh, former Keyblade Masters will appear, and <laughs> yeah. the true Kingdom Hearts will form, and all that fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. And so, Corazon is also a traitor. He he is um double agent. Yeah. With the Navy, and he's been he's been uh, reporting on Doflamingo's family for right. years. And um, the one thing Doflamingo, unlike Crocodile, he's the opposite. He doesn't care if you fail, but he does care if you betray him. Yes. Crocodile did not care to be betrayed, but he didn't like failure. Failure. Yeah. <laughs> so both uh, both two very good villain dynamics. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Um. Uh. Doflamingo also like uh in the past wears these like Guy Fieri shorts or like khakis. I don't know. They have like flames on them. It's weird. I. It's, you know, I'm kind of fascinated by that comparison a little bit. It, it's probably like reading into it way too much, but like I feel like Oda at multiple times has kind of like made the connection between Doflamingo and Crocodile. I thought I thought you were talking about Guy Fieri. First. Well, that too. I mean that too. That too. I you know anytime there's a Guy Fieri uh, yeah. connection, I'm fascinated. But like I don't yeah, know. I thought, I, I thought it was weird when Doflamingo told Sanji he's a culinary gangster. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Zach. I had to get... <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I just think I just think it's interesting. I, just, you know, who knows if it's ever going to be anything, but it really does. Yeah. It it feels like Oda treats them as like sort of two sides of the same coin. Yeah, sure. yeah. And... They are, yeah, they are sort of similar uh, in that they like control a country, um, though definitely go does more openly. The kind yeah. of complimentary figures. They are com- they're very complimentary, yeah. And yeah. I, I still I still think eventually we're gonna find out that something crazy about Crocodile that he's I think like so Luffy's too. mom or something and <laughs> and That's he will one. be redeemed we, and we will stop it, Zach. We will not peddle misinformation on this podcast. <laughs> I, I think that one day uh Crocodile will be Doflamingo's final downfall. That's my prediction oh. in one piece. 
Mm. Well, Doflamingo's in jail now. He is in jail, but that, I mean... You think he's going to kill him? Oh, that would be pretty I think I don't think... I think that Oda still has some big things for Doflamingo one day. Oh he, ha- he has been like teased at a couple of times since. Yeah, hasn't he, like, they, they mostly just talk about him in flashbacks. Like, I'm sure he's gonna do something else. I really think, especially like once we're finished with like all of the emperors. Definitely yeah. go because oh yeah, go ahead, Zach. Sorry. Oh no, I just I just kind of feel like the emperors are like so big, but it kind of seems like maybe they're on the way out. Yeah. And um, because they're not gonna fight Shanks yet. No, I yeah I feel like I feel like. Oda's got another big oh, Doflamingo story. I hope so. Oh, I love Doflamingo. But um, he, well, he knows a secret about, oh, wait, did they reveal that yet? Oh, maybe not. He's mentioned. He's mentioned he knows a secret about Mary Joa, and that's right. why they sort of do whatever he says. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know why they don't just kill him, but um, I guess he's too powerful for that. But uh, yeah, he, he might know about M. I don't know. I don't know if M is supposed to be secret, but uh, anyway, um, so yeah, I so, feel like that he will come back because Oda wouldn't throw away a design like that forever. They spent so they spend like roughly half a year looking for a potential doctor for Trafalgar. Law. Law. Um, <laughs> In case you didn't know which law we were talking about. Which Trafalgar? Yeah. Um, well, Trafalgar is his last name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So. And then finally, uh, Doflamingo gets back in contact with Corazon. Uh, because, like, Corazon had just, like, left a note saying, going to find Kira for... <laughs> I think I've seen that use as a reaction image, because Doflamingo looks at it and he's like, huh? This is, like, going to find a cure for law. Yeah. See you later. Bye. But, uh, that would be a good uh, Jackie Tree horn edit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Corazon did this. What? <laughs> um, but, and so that's also where it's revealed that Corazon <laughs> speaks with him over the phone and basically, like, Morse code. He, like, taps onto he's the like, phone. you guys are good? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, they've come See? up with their secret language. Like, I guess so. Um, definitely, he, he one cloud means yes, two clouds means no. He draws him like kind of creepy sometimes. Yeah. Like draws him as like a shadow a couple times. And, and yeah. but so he's like, you know, we need you back because like we're going to like put on this heist for the Alpop. They actually do um, some 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 pirate shit. Yeah, some pirates are going to s- steal it. Do they even and then, say like, who those pirates are? So, uh, this is getting way too in the weeds. I, I can okay. explain later off the show, but okay. but um, there there are a crew that is somewhat okay. important. But yeah, so they have it, and like the, the crew is going to sell it to the navy. And if you remember, Suru is was one I really like her. She's like the old lady vice admiral. Yeah, she's always the one that goes after Delphimago. I don't know. I guess for years she that's just been her her right, um, yeah. beat. You know, like um, the Delphimago family. So the Doflamingo family has found out that this exchange is going to happen and they're going to get there yeah, and steal right. it before it gets mm-hmm. sold. And so Corazon's like, we'll get there. You and me, Law, we'll get there even before. Uh-huh. And you get can it. eat it. And so this is also when it's revealed that... So... Oh, shit. There's the Virgo thing, too. Yeah. That part's cool. But um, So... So, um, so Doflamingo wants Corazon to eat the fruit. He doesn't know that Corazon has a devil flower. Devil flower? Devil, devil flower. Um, <laughs> and so instead, Corazon's like, well, I'll have, I'll law, have law eat it. it. So that way you can't really touch law. Right, because you'll no need it. Yeah. Um, and But at the same time, it's revealed that uh, at this point, Doflamingo already has very strong suspicions that uh, he Corazon. knows. I think he knows. Yeah, if, if not, but you know, because like he's like, yeah, the we've been running into a lot less of the navy these past six months. And he's like smiling as he says it. He's like, well, I'd really hate to, I'd really hate to, um, you know, suspect him, but well, seems yep. like it. Yeah. So they get it. Uh, Corson like uses the silent fruit to like get in and out of this place pretty effectively because he can silence himself. Yeah. So. Yeah, he gets it, but then he gets force, caught. Force feeds it to law because devil fruits taste bad. Yeah. Um. We uh, very important lore. You see Virgo with a really bad haircut. 
Oh yeah, that's who, really and, fucking terrible. And it was this was like an attempt of this is basically why Dressrosa happens because like they, he gives it to Virgo of all the people to give it to. But, yeah, yeah class, classic that. Yeah, Virgo is serving as a double agent himself. Yeah, we know they that encounter too. each other, so of course it's like, oh, yeah, I see. And then Law's of course I was like, we're gonna get captured, Law. I'm gonna put you in one of the treasure chests. They will never think to look there. Why would I put you right here with all the treasure? And uh, you know, now that you have it, like you can learn how to operate on yourself <laughs> and, you know, I'll meet you at the next, he's all shot up and shit. He's yeah. going to die. And, um, you know, also he's smoking, which is very cool. Curzon looks a little bit like a juggalo. Yeah. But people have mentioned it before, but, uh, he, um, puts law in a chest and puts the silence fruit on him. And this is sort of part of the, like more, one of the more emotional moments, I guess, of this flashback where, um, the silence street makes it so that law can't be heard inside there. Even if he's like yelling and screaming. Right. Um, and then of course, uh, you know, he's like, I love you law and law, like he makes a silly face at him, but law like laughs and snuggles down. It's kind of cute. Um, and then Doflamingo shows up <laughs> in the, with the most lethal weapon in, in one piece, a, a flashback gun, a flashback gun is the most important, <laughs> it, uh, sorry, the most deadly weapon. In One Piece characters' arsenal, if you have a gun in a flashback, you're gonna fucking kill whoever's on the end of that thing. Um, and even though, uh, you know, he he just air holes. He air holes <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even really talk blam, to him. Blam, blam. He doesn't talk to him. Like Corsland's just like, Dothi, I'm sorry. Like I I betrayed you. Um, you know, I Law's gone. Law escaped, and um, he ate the fruit. So you know, do what you will. And Dothi goes like. My bitch just shoots him. Yeah, like air holes him. Uh and just leaves him bleeding out, doesn't really give a shit. Yeah. Um and Law realizes that like Corazon lied about, like, we're gonna meet up at the next town. Don't think won't kill me. You right. know, whatever. Um and uh, you know, as he's dying, he's like crying inside the treasure chest, can't be heard. He gets out, he's running away, can't be heard. But then as Corazon like passes away, his crying is heard. Um, but it's drowned out by, by the explosions from Zero. Uh Yeah, so it's it's a pretty good flashback. It's it's not it's not too sappy. I don't think. No, like some I don't of them, think so. Some of them get a little bit saccharine. Um, saccharine, yeah. Um, it's one of the more subtle ones, and not subtle. Yeah, subtle's not. It's not as it's not as heavy handed in the um, sort of like emotional manipulation bit. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's good, and it I it, like it. it creates it it gives much needed clarification for why Law is doing any of the things yeah. he's doing. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, you can see why he would have loved Corazon and the yeah. only person that ever really cared about him, and he really did. He really was a nice guy. Like he was a really good person. Yeah. Um. You know, it it it's a shame. Um. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of where it left off. Um, because like Corazon's like, yeah, Law won't be Law won't be like you, because like I guess Delflamingo is excited because he's like, well, Law's just gonna be like me because he yeah. hates everything like I do. And, Little evil boy. And um, you know, he's gonna get a feather boa or a um cloak. That would be pretty cool though if if Law had one of those. Um, How much cooler would Law be if he wore sunglasses? Much cooler. Yeah. Well, Dothamigo wore sunglasses as a kid. You can't see his eyes. I mean, yeah. And surely, surely somewhere, like an upcoming arc, a, a movie, somewhere, Law, he's got to get a design with sunglasses. <laughs> he's just going to get, he's just going to take Corazon's outfit. He's and the just cool Law. The cool Law now. Yeah. Dothamigo also wears that thing with suits, a full, like, two-piece suit. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't, he wears shirts in the flashback to dislike. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, that's uh, that's more than two thirds of Dressrosa done. Yeah, we're in the home stretch. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts? I don't think so. I think we got all the big stuff. Yeah, I, I basically said my piece on my criticisms of Dressrosa at the beginning. Such a hater. I'm a hater. <clears throat> it it's it's good. I I still like it. We've got some big stuff coming up in the mm-hmm. next the next bit some of the best stuff even yeah so. um 
I too think that Doflamingo will be coming back in a big way um, someday. Um, it'll have to be the Mary Joa stuff whenever they get to that. I feel like yeah they're gonna be like we have to free. Do- Here's my prediction: like we have to free Doflamingo and talk to him, and they'll do like a or they'll like talk to him through the bars, like some Hannibal Lecter shit. Oh um, yeah, he's like all tied up. Um, you tell me things, I tell you things. <laughs> Quid pro quo, Luffy. Um, <laughs> and then and then Luffy says, "Ah, oh, yes, squid pro quo." <laughs> So dumb. <laughs> that, that would be what he says. He's like, Zach, you can't laugh at that one. It's an Austin Powers reference. <laughs> oh, 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 it was just funny. I don't know. It's something that Luffy would say. It, it, it is, is funny because Austin Powers is funny. Oh, it is funny. But first and the third, at least. I don't mind the second one. What's yeah. wrong? Well, I guess it has a lot of fat bastard who is the worst character, yeah. but. Anyway. All right, we'll be finishing off Dressrosa next time. Uh, that will be chapters uh, 768 to 801. Sounds about right. We'll, yep. we'll finish it in those, yeah. And I know at least one other thing that I'm excited to talk about next time, which we alluded to at the beginning. Because we're deferring pink. it, yes. It's the best. We'll get into it. That'll be, that'll be the whole episode. It's really. so good. It's so good. It's so funny. Anyway, yeah. yeah. In the meantime, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at goodbye to a shoe. I am at Cosmos, of course. And I am at Wilker Fox. And Emily and I will be back in a couple of weeks to talk about March in Shonen Jump. Yep. Thanks for listening. Thank you.